Hey, Ricky, know what's awesome? What's that? Saturday morning cartoons. You betcha! First of all, welcome, welcome to the What's Awesome podcast. I'm your host Billy. This is your other host Ricky, yep, yep. and we're 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 here to talk about everything that's awesome. And um, I've actually talked to a couple of friends of mine, and this is a couple of friends of mine that I've talked to prior to the first episode of this show actually coming out. So I uh, figure this is the public service announcement because Ricky and I are both known for doing horror podcasts and we're also both known for talking about stuff from the 80s. So. Shut your mouth. We're going to talk. <laughs> we're going to talk a lot about stuff from the 80s and we're going to talk a lot about stuff that, that is horror related because that's just our pedigree. That's where we come from. That's that's what we love. But this podcast is neither a horror podcast nor is it an 80s podcast. This is a this is a show about everything that's awesome. Yes. So, um, if you listened to us last week, we were talking about the video store, the horror section, primarily because that's where we were both hanging out. I can just imagine, like, um, you know, you roll back, Jesus, thirty something years ago. Yeah. You got two kids standing in a video store looking at horror movies, and uh, that was us. And um, there's there's a lot of really fun stuff, and right now the world is going through some really really stressful stuff i mean we're all quarantined we're all home alone hopefully maybe by the time this episode comes out that'll be all done but uh you know we figured it was just time to talk about some fun things so you know what's awesome beer you know what's awesome <laughs> microphones you know what else is awesome smoking in the boys room you know it's like stuff that you just it's awesome we just we don't do it anymore because we're smarter and maybe a little bit more grown up but it's still cool so we're <laughs> going to talk about that kind of stuff so if you got some ideas for things we should talk about hit us up on facebook and let us know what's awesome and um if we think it's awesome we will certainly talk about it so um this week saturday morning cartoons yes what happened to saturday morning cartoons they did, they're not there anymore. Now they're 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 lawyer commercials. <laughs> well, you got you got <laughs> channels that are just cartoon channels all the time now, so they feel like you don't have to have that Saturday morning thing. You know, we had the three networks back in the day, and that's how we got to see cartoons. And really, you didn't see them any other time. You might catch an episode of I don't know Pink Panther or something after school before the Shana Na mm -hmm. show or something. <laughs> but as far as the the current stuff, Saturday morning was it, man. It, it like one of my earliest memories. So I was a kid, we lived in Houston when I was six. We moved outside of Corpus Christi, Texas, uh, to a little town called Portland. And when I was twelve or thirteen we moved back to Houston. So this was before we moved there. So I was five, maybe four or five years old. I remember I had a little black and white TV sitting up on top of a uh, chest of drawers in my bedroom and waking up. It was still dark outside, waking up Saturday morning, popping on that TV. It was a, it was a, it was a pull on snap oh, yeah. switch. So like you pop it out and you, you click the channels. Yep. 
and a black and white version of Underdog. <laughs> well, it was a black and white TV, so it was probably a color version of Underdog, but it was a... To you, it was black you know, and white. Under- <laughs> and, and, and sitting on the edge of my bed, just absolutely entranced, like, dun-dun-dun, he's an underdog and Mighty Mouse, and like, and, and as a little kid, I mean, uh, four or five years old, man, it didn't occur to you that that was a dog. You wanted to be that. Guy. Oh, yeah. Like, you you wanted a cape. <laughs> you, you wanted to fly. You wanted that, 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 that epic music screaming out behind you, like, yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I'm freaking underdog, man. <laughs> and, um, that magic, dude, that is lost. That's gone. Yeah. My children go on Netflix. They flick it. They can sit there and watch an entire season of a show in like 10 minutes. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, man, come on. This is not as fun as it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, ironically for me, you know, speaking of dogs, it was about Hong Kong Fooey for me, man. I mean, I, I grew up a, a Bruce Lee fan, so here's a cartoon where you got a, a dog that's a janitor during the day and a Hong Kong you know, superhero at night, uh, which he never really did anything right. <laughs> it was the cat that always <laughs> saved the day, right? And, uh, of course. Oh, it was, that was my cartoon, man. My dad, of course, my dad, just like myself, or I'm like him, was a musician, so at nights he, you know, he'd be playing. He'd get home. It'd be three o'clock in the morning, and Hong Kong Fu would come on at seven o'clock on Saturday mornings, and I would go knock on his door and say, "Hey, Dad, Hong Kong Fu's coming on," thinking that he would want to get up and watch it with me. And he's like, "Oh, that's good," <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's awesome. But uh, yeah, man, that is... Hong Kong Fu was was probably my <laughs> my starting point as far as really getting into my own shows, you know. That, that that whole Hanna Barbera, oh, yeah, man. Um, that 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 everything because, um, Gra- it's like the Grape Ape, yeah, Grape Ape and Captain Caveman, Captain Caveman. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, man, it's like it's like yeah, you had favorites, you had your shows that you really liked. Like for me, and I think I, I tracked it back on the very first episode of Scary Dad before I met Scott. It was probably a year before I met Scott. I decided I'm going to give this podcast thing a try. And I did it by myself in my car with a microphone because I'd written a, a horror movie blog. I started Scary Dad, right? So yeah. I wrote a, wrote a blog about about stuff. So I figured I'd give it a shot. And I was like, okay, so what really started my where, – where did I start with loving horror, right? Like ghost stories and, and spooky things. When I, and this is not a Saturday morning cartoon, but when I was a kid, it went, like in the afternoon, my parents, my mom would make me take a nap. And when I woke up from the nap, Scooby-Doo was on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and 70s Scooby-Doo, well, all Scooby-Doo really is pretty, uh, it's pretty, it's tame comparatively. But man, you know, they had some stuff like the, the haunted houses with the webs yeah. and the, the, the monsters and the glowing creepy guys and stuff. And just, I wanted to, I wanted to be in the mystery machine. Yeah. I wanted to be those guys because I wanted to see that stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, there's trap doors everywhere. Yeah. Like t- trap doors is one of those things kind of like quicksand. You see the memes about like, I thought quicksand was going to be a much bigger deal than, than it was from, from being <laughs> a kid because quicksand was thing. But dude, Trap doors, 
in cartoons, trap doors were everywhere. Yeah. Like you couldn't just walk across the floor without there being a trap door and drop you into a into a a, a, a cage. Right. So, but <laughs> watching Scooby Doo, and so man, you had your favorites. For me, Scooby Doo's just got that special place in my heart that'll always be there. But uh, you know, that same Hanna Barbera, that art, Yogi Bear. Yeah. Um, Blue Blue Falcon uh, and Dynamite. Droopy. <laughs> Blue Falcon and Dynamut, man, I was all into that. Uh, yeah, Droopy, man, that you're getting over into your uh, MGM stuff at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I love me some Droopy. I'm so happy, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, He's... all the Tex, all the uh, uh, is it Tex Ritter? Isn't that what his name? What was his name? <laughs> Tex a- Avery. Tex Avery. Yeah. Yeah. All of his stuff, and... man. So goofy and over the whole... top, man. Just fantastic. And, and the thing was, the cartoons would start at like four or five in the morning. Yeah. And of course, I was central. So you'd have East Coast, Central, and West Coast cartoons. Yeah. So, like, your final cartoon would end at like 10 or 11, and then it would like change to golf. Right. Right. Like, and it would just be like this hard stop. It's like, we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> All right. They're stacking up the links here. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, well. Now, I've already eaten like two boxes of sugary cereal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've, I've drank half a gallon of milk. I've been up for like four straight hours. And my parents are just fine with it because I'm not bugging not them. Not bugging them. That was yeah, it was the beginning of the, the babysitter, right? <laughs> but yeah, man, it's like right after the schmoo, here comes Wild World of Sports. And it'll be like bowling. You're like, yeah. <laughs> how can you go from greatness to this, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, God, so I remember um, game changer for me, big game changer, and this is, this is again, this is why we make the show because you have these memories that just kind of pop out at you. So I was, uh, so what is it like eighty one? So I'd have been five, maybe six years old, depending on when this all occurred. Sitting there watching Saturday morning cartoons, sitting there eating probably Frosted Flakes. What you know, have a bowl of cereal. Watch. Oh yeah. And this commercial, this this commercial comes on, and it's for He Man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who's the big guy with the mom? Well, the thing is, I've never seen this before, and, and the commercial is two kids playing with action figures, and the theme song's like He Man, He Man, He Man. Like they don't have any music behind it. It's just like some some dude. It's like. Hey man, hey. there's like kids are like, 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 I'm the good guy, I'm the bad guy, and we fight. And then it ended. I remember just literally like hopping up, running across the coffee table, hitting the floor, busting into my parents' room who were still sleeping. I'm in like these little kid tidy whities and probably a Spider Man t shirt, hop on their bed, and I'm like, parents. <laughs> <laughs> You, you have to be informed of the most important thing of my young life. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you now, and I'm going to tell you loud and repeatedly <laughs> until you buy them for me, all of them. And that was a Saturday morning. Like that was, that was probably between Spider-Man and his amazing friends and the Looney oh, Tunes, yeah, man. you know, but I was just like, boom, flying. Like, he, but I didn't know it was called He-Man. I thought it was Key-Man. Ah. 
I didn't know what the hell He Man was. Right. To like the, the the way the guy was saying it, I thought it was, and, and it made sense because in the thing, uh, He Man's sword was the key, the key to, the, yeah, to Castle, Castle Grey School. Yeah. So I was like, well, makes sense. Like I need the Key Man stuff. <laughs> Your parents are probably going, <laughs> going, what the hell's a Key Man? I can't find it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, yeah, my my poor parents were just like, and so then my par- my parents spent the next you know ten years walking around on, like stepping on weapons and stuff, because I already, I already had the Star Wars guys. Right. Had... <laughs> <laughs> so, so so mine's a little earlier than yours. So seventy five is I'm a five years old. So that's when I really start paying attention to TV. Like I said, Hong Kong Fui was the big the big one for me, but. Uh, I, I loved Space Ghost. I loved the Herculoids, you know, because they had a oh, show that dude. came on at the same time. You know, it was all tied in each other. Uh, Freaking Thundar the Barbarian, man! Fantastic. Dude, Thundar was awesome. Yeah. I remember. I remember Thundar. Thundar was great. It's still fun to watch. I mean, you know, even if you do it, it's like let's combine. They combine Star Wars and 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 Conan. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fantastic. Uh, but. I was a Sid and Marty Croft kid, so I grew up with the live-action stuff, Land of the Lost, Sigmund mm-hmm. the Sea Monster, H.R. Puff and stuff, Lidsville, the Bugaloos. Uh, so I, I grew up with that coming out of the you know the, the, the mid to late 70s, and you could tell these guys were just in the back, Sid and Marty Croft, smoking a big blunt, going, you know it would be funny for the kids? A talking tree that looks like Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> you know. Yep. The, the the funny the funny thing was so I completely like I I have no memory of yeah um what is, uh, uh uh puff and stuff yep. right mm-hmm. like I, I I do remember the other stuff but HR puff and stuff just was not there well, like there's just a blank it was, right it was the first why right. Until the nine, like the early '90s, when some of these kind of uh, stoner grunge rock bands did a cover of the H.R. Puffin stuff uh, theme song, song. yeah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, there's a show from the '70s." I was like, "That's not possible," because I was there. Like I remember the original, like (laughs) Sesame Streets, like the Wonder Woman TV series, the Hulk, like all this stuff that was just on and was on constant rotation the whole Hanna Barbera run, like all, all of like. If it was in the if it was in the late seventies, because I was born in seventy five, my parents my parents let me watch pretty much TV all the time. Like my mom was a stay at home mom, so my dad worked all day. Mom was stay at home mom, and like she had a schedule. It's like be awake and watch TV and eat lunch, take a nap, wake up and watch some TV, and then dad will come home and we'll you know. So I like watched a lot of TV when I was that was yeah. little. I. I have no memory of H.R. Puffin stuff. I was like, that's not possibly real. But, that, I mean, seriously, like the, well, the, they're making, they're, this, this is, this, this is one of those, because you had a lot of this in the, in the early nineties or like kind of the early to mid nineties of a whole lot of retro. Mm-hmm. Uh, re- yeah. I remember it was, it, it was, yeah. it was whole cloth creations that were made to look old. Yeah. And I was like, that's what this is. This there's no possible way that this was actually on TV for kids. <laughs> this, this is this is like the hamburger guys. Exactly. You know, that's, that's the, the, the McDonald's the, the hunger yeah. force. Well, the the McDonald's the like, McDonald Land characters, the the hamburger yeah. mayor McCheese and all those, they <laughs> were 
inspired by H.R. Puffin stuff. Puffin stuff was 71 to 74. Mm. So it was, yeah. you know, and all the other shows, Sigmund and Sea Monster, all that stuff was mid-70s. And that's probably where you kind of start putting some yeah. pieces together. So, yeah, because H.R. Puffin stuff was kind of alone for a while. And then you got, I think, Lidsville came out next, which is Butch Patrick uh, from the Munsters, <laughs> where he goes into a into a weird world where everything is hats and Charles Nelson Riley is the bad guy, you know, and of course awesome. it's, it's great. You ought to check it out. And I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Of course you had Electra woman and Dinah girl. Uh, you had the, the, the far out space nuts, which was Gilligan. And, uh, uh I can't remember the other act- actor's name, but, uh, <laughs> not that Gilligan's is the other guy's name, but <laughs> Bob Denver, but, uh, right. Uh, the other guy was kind of a big chunky guy, but uh, you had all these shows. They were just cranking out stuff, man. Um, but one of the biggest influences on me was the Shazam and Isis Hour. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, when I said my mom used to make me take naps, when I'd wake up from taking naps, like Scooby-Doo would be on her Sesame Street. Like, I don't – like, there there were certain things. Yeah. But But – but Wonder Woman and Incredible Hulk, yeah. they followed each other. Yeah. Or in my head, they followed each they other. They did. Right? But I found a video clip or a, an audio clip looking for sound effects for Scary Dad. And it's like a, a very special episode thing coming on, like a to cut in. It's like Wonder Woman and the Hulk will not be Wonder seen tonight Woman's because we're cutting Hulk in with the Grinch or something. And I was like, oh, crap, they did follow the each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, then in my head, they were just, like, back to back. But, of course, you know, this is, like, years and years separated them. Right. But Shazam and Isis. Man, um, still to this day, if you get a chance, pull up some footage of Isis. Man, you talk about a good-looking lady, man. She was <laughs> She was gorgeous. Shazam, uh, not so much gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, he's not so gorgeous. Um, well, the the thing was, and you know, Saturday morning cartoons just lead to some conversations. I bought is probably four or five years ago. So my, my actually, my dad died in 2014, so six years ago. Um, but he was always like he was not a comic book nerd. He was kind of just a cool sort of rock and roll guy, and yeah, um, you know. But I remember being a little kid, and I, I don't, you know, like I don't remember how old I was, but I was obviously very small. You know, him telling me about Superman, like yeah. this is, like, what's, Daddy? What is Superman? And him being like, Superman is this, and like, not, not, Superman is this character. <laughs> Superman is this guy who can fly and like saves the world. I'm like, okay, well, and obviously. Superman's flying around saving the world somewhere. Um, but uh, yeah, so he told me about Superman. He told me about Batman. Yeah. But um, in in um, in our little house in Houston before we moved south, I remember there was this little magazine rack in the bathroom, and it had like some Sports Illustrated, it had like a couple National Geographic, and it had the first three issues of the Shazam comic book uh, from the seventies. Yeah. So this would have been in like. If I'm remembering it, probably like 78, you know, because I was born in late 75, so 78, 79. So he had these things just floating around in a pile of, of books, what, right? But it's this picture of uh, Shazam on the cover with Superman, and it's like, dun-dun-dun. It was the re-release of the Shazam character from the 40s. Right. 
that um, got locked up in litigation, oh, yeah. and then they re-released re it. And I he had the first three issues. Well, a few years ago, I was on eBay, and I just, oh, hey, first three issues for like 50 bucks. I was like, sold. Because <laughs> I remember those things floating around. And I like have no idea where they would be now, but I bought them. I'm like, yeah, that's from my, that's from my childhood, right? Like, I'm keeping this. This is awesome. Sure. Yeah. My dad was big real big into superheroes like <laughs> well I, I was just like you said i to me it, batman was first i was a huge batman fan as a kid i had you know all the all the mako dolls i had the you know the bat cave the bat mobile all that stuff then i got into spider-man and my dad would always say superman beat any of those guys <laughs> Oh, yeah. And he'd always throw that to the face. Dad, my dad would say the same yeah. thing. Superman beat all those guys. He'd just be like, all those, like those guys are cool, but yeah. Superman would just... Like... And I was like, yeah, but it's like he's not wearing a mask or anything. How cool can he be, you know? But he would always throw that at me. And here's the thing, man. So, as a kid, Saturday morning, you know, uh, Justice League is coming on, you know, the Super Friends. And mm -hmm. I got me a big bowl of Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. I'm opening up three pixie sticks, pouring that on top of the cereal. Of course. <laughs> and, you know, by the end of the episode, my hair is standing up because <laughs> of the sugar rush. Yeah. And I'm running around, and I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a combination of Superman and uh, Samurai and Apache Chief. And <laughs> Dude, so uh, I don't remember when it started. But from the time I was probably about four till the time I was about ten, every single towel my mom had had a big ass hole ripped in each corner because <laughs> they'd get a safety pin. Oh yeah. And dude, I would I would tape I would I would safety pin a uh, towel over my shoulders and it would be a cape. It didn't matter what color it was. Most of them were red because I was Superman or Batman or you know, red or blue. But I had this big one of those huge safety pins. And I tell you what, when you're running. And you catch your cape on the couch, and that safety pin pops and jabs you in the neck. It hurts. <laughs> uh, I remember a while. I don't. Uh, I, I don't have any tattoos. A friend of mine, what are you scared of needles? I'm like, you bet your ass I am. <laughs> like, I, I've stabbed myself in the neck with a needle uh, so many times. <laughs> yeah, man. Fantastic. Yeah, it's it, it's amazing because it really just opened up your imagination. You know. Whatever you were watching, you were instantly becoming, right? Yeah. As soon as the episode was over, you're, you know, whoever you were watching, Plastic Man, you yes. know, whatever it was, you know. And, and it really didn't matter. You're just like, okay, you know, like you're, you 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 flip from underdog to Jabberjaw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to Spider-Man. <laughs> right? Hey, you remember, hey, do you and, remember Mr. Jaws? Uh -uh. Okay, so this was on during the Pink Panther show, and you had a a shark that flew that rode around, swam around with a top hat on, and he would chase this little like goldfish all the time. He'd come up and go, "I gotcha," and it was Mister Jaws. That was the name of the show. If it was, was it Mr. was it on Pink Panther? I believe so. He might have it might have spun off and became his own show, but it was very popular there for a couple of years, and it just kind of disappeared. But I remember watching it, and then, like, the ant and the aardvark would come on, you know? Hey, what are you going to do? You're going to chase the ant. <laughs> I, I remember that. And, and like, th thinking about, like, today's cancel culture and certain voices. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, like, 
And of course, if we're talking about Saturday morning cartoons, we won't even start talking about it yet because it's just the king of all. But uh, yeah, yeah, cer- certain um, certain voices, certain attitudes towards things, and like we're just little kids being like, <laughs> I don't like aardvarks. <laughs> I like ants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I think I think one of the things that um like the, the probably well no not probably pro- <clears throat> okay. Wonder Woman was a primetime show. Yeah. That show that and the Hulk had a tremendous oh, yeah. effect on the way my brain is wired. Absolutely. It's like <laughs> watching the Wonder Woman show, my wife's like you have a type. And I'm like, you're damn right I have a type because I remember <laughs> Like I was, I was five years old. I would open my eyes it's and Linda see Carter. Linda, Linda Carter <laughs> spinning type. around and running in slow motion. Like that was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, uh, and of course, you know, Incredible Hulk with Lou Ferrigno, man, th- and that opening, dude, I... the opening where, of course, you see him getting that in that in that chair, and it's it's doing the scans and all the stuff, and then it shows him when he when he's changing that tire. And he changes. Used to scare the crap out of me, man. Dude, the Hulk is one because I am such a horror movie fan. But even as a little kid, it's like I remember being just. I loved. I loved the Hulk. He was my favorite guy. Like I loved him. Yeah. But he was also scared the sure. hell out of yeah. me because he was so just. Um, and it, you know. <laughs> And, you know, like, the the writers and the comics have made him so thoroughly invulnerable to everything. But if you watch some of those, those shows, when he gets shot, he bleeds. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, like, takes a bullet and he, like, gets mad about it. And he doesn't really stop wrecking shop, but he's still got a bullet in him and he's still bleeding out of his chest. You know, he's like, ah. Um, and you can't overlook the fact of Bill Bixby making you care for this character man he he he, to my in my mind you know i i like ruffalo a lot but bill bixby to me is 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 banner i mean and ferrigno to me is the hulk yeah like i i i do like i i I like ruffalo like we we just started watching the hold on i'm gonna put a pin in that i want to go back because when I was talking about Wonder Woman, I said my favorite Saturday morning cartoon was was Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't because of Spider-Man or Iceman either. Yeah, I know. Like, dude. <laughs> love, love them redheads. <laughs> and the, the, the uh, quick funny story. So that show was on Netflix. Yeah. Um, they took it off maybe like three or four years ago, but it was on Netflix. And when Juliet was a little, she was four four or five years old i'm like hey babe come sit here and watch spider-man with daddy and i'm sitting here watching spider-man it was like saturday morning like we're watching saturday morning cartoons and somebody shoots firestar down out of the sky and like picks her up and carries her off and my wife just kind of like stumbles through the house like looking for coffee and she's like what are you watching (laughs) because it's like this full-on crotch shot of like (laughs) of of passed out fire, you know, uh, uh, bodysuit, you know, yeah. which is just, it's yeah. just a naked form that they painted, right? Sure, but, yeah. Oh, uh, but, yeah, so, 
I have a type. <laughs> Ye- yellow body suits and red hair. I'll, uh... <laughs> oh, man. But uh, no, nah, dude, like... I, the, my moment with that was, was Debbie Harry, man. I saw Debbie Harry mm-hmm. perform on... Well, she was Blondie, you know, performing oh, on yeah. American Bandstand. And I'm probably seven years old. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> that was kind of <laughs> it for me, so... Yeah, see, I got I got that thing for brunettes, so it's well. Ironically, it, my stepmother looks a whole lot like Linda Carter. Yeah, which I was a yeah. I was a fan of Wonder Woman too. So when my dad remarried, I was like, Yeah, dad, there you go, man. <laughs> you're, you're the man. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know if I told you this story or not either, but we went to school together. She's only a few years older than me, so my dad is the man. <laughs> and. And you're Ted. I'm Ted. Yeah. You better believe it. Yeah. That's exactly it, man. That's awesome. I mean, my my wife is two years older than me, and then my stepmother is like four years older than me. So. Wow. <laughs> so I'm going to start calling you Ricky Mark and Esquire. Esquire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. True story. Matter of fact, my, my, awesome, my grandfather would call my stepmother Wonder Woman because that's who, who she looked like. So she don't have the blue eyes, oh. but she had brown eyes. But same hair, kind of the same jawline. Yeah. Yeah. She's. No. Yeah. <laughs> the world, the world's a strange place, man. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my wife looks like Meg Ryan and Nicole Kidman kind of mixed. You can't. Can't lose. Yeah, yeah, can't lose with either of them. Yeah. Put them together, and you're you win. Did I say I liked Blondie? Uh, there's yeah. There's there's a there's a type <laughs> yeah, right. there, right? <laughs> Goldie Hawn. She, she looks like Goldie Hawn too. So, so what we're saying, kids, is Saturday morning cartoons had a greater influence <laughs> than you maybe you, you imagine. <laughs> well, well, you know, when you were talking about Scooby Doo earlier, it's like, look, man, that's a gateway to us liking the horror stuff when we got older because it was like, okay, I like being scared, but don't scare me too much. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, because that's why you were watching it because of spooky ghost and all those things. It was just enough as a kid. And you get mm-hmm. braver as you go along. Next thing you're you're renting Monster Squad, right? Yeah. And, and I actually, I, I hope, I don't know. It'll be interesting. The, the the whole thing, uh, bloody disgusting, which is the mm-hmm. kind of that they're part and parcel with Fingoria at the at this point. Yeah. Uh, put out a call for for articles, and I submitted a couple of article ideas to their queue. Cool. Um, I would, and one of my article ideas was pretty much what the show is. It's like just a nostalgic look back at. What like like how how wrapped up in in scary we were like you know it wasn't and I said at the beginning of the show this is not a horror podcast we're not talking about that but it's like you look at Scooby Doo and you look at kind of like some of the Disney stuff a lot of the Disney oh, stuff yeah. with, the, Without a doubt. with the lonesome ghosts and man even I mean Casper the friendly ghost even and, even the, the 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 Wicked Queen and Snow White I mean you know yeah. these horror elements were everywhere 
And, and, you know, like as a kid, you had like the Weekly World News on the newsstand and you like laugh at the Weekly World News. Dude, that was full of ghost stories yeah. and cryptids. And it was right there. Yeah. And it was at eye level when you were eight. Yeah. Like you just turn your head and be like, it's a monster. And like, and it's a true story. Like, oh, man, monsters are. and uh we we were just surrounded by it it was just a matter of course so it's very difficult to break out of that yeah that 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 thought process because i mean it was just everywhere for us at the time and like in like jabber jaw and stuff like that that was directly influenced by jaws Jaws. like oh sharks sharks are popular kids like sharks yeah, I'm like draw a shark. <laughs> you, know? you had Godzilla cartoons and all that stuff too, and I mean even look at the bands that we liked. Every band that, and, and I know it's the kind of a factor with both of us, but you like that shock factor of you know the horror based Alice Cooper, Kiss, mm-hmm. Ozzy, you know all the metal stuff we were talking about earlier, the Satanic Panic movement. Yeah. Even the Cure has that dark, brooding, you know, dark side to it that draws you in because you're fascinated by that stuff. You know, it, it, it's, it's in our fabric of who we are. The, the, the question is what's, what's in the box? What's the story? <laughs> yeah. Right. That's, that, you know, like to, to, to throw back to last week and with the, with the cartoons is like a little bit more passive, but again, like he, man, it's like, here's this castle gray skull. Here's this, this skull shaped castle. Yeah. And this grim reaper like bad guy and this muscular uh, hero. Yeah. And, and you're like, okay, well, you know, I don't care. I yeah. I have to be a part of this. Yeah. I need that sword. I need well that castle. I need to I need to explore the inside of that castle. It's important, you know. <laughs> well, and and the part of that too is a a good guy is only as good as how bad the bad guy is. If your bad yes. guy's not bad enough, nobody cares. And I think we talked about that during the, the, the Star Wars stuff we were talking about. You know, it just our bad guys aren't bad enough anymore in the in the newer version of what we're seeing. And it really kind of puts a damper on how much you care about the other characters. Because you don't feel threatened. It, it, you know? Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's 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 very difficult to 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 sympathize well not sympathize, but yeah, when you when your bad guys are totally bad, yeah, like there's a there's a delineated like whenever it's like okay, well here's a sympathetic, it's like he he's really bad, but you you kind of understand why he's doing all the bad stuff. It's like that's why, yeah, you know, kicking back to like Friday the Thirteenth. Sure. It's like when in J- Jason versus Freddy when they're like okay, well Jason's kind of sort of more technically the good guy and Freddy is more technically the bad guy. It's like yeah. I'm sorry, dude. Go back and watch those Friday movies. He's not a good guy. He's he's not sympathetic in any way. Like like there's no. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not going to accept that. Right. Like yeah. If if you want if you want to like stand here and have this weird scale of justice and discuss who's more evil between Jason and Freddy. Yeah, I think Jason still tips the scales a little bit. Sure, because he kills a dog in part two. Freddy never killed a dog. Well, Freddy, so. Freddy, <laughs> Freddy, came, Freddy came back when a dog pissed on his grave. So it's like you know payback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so so you know it's like, but there, there's no like, oh well, Jason drowns, so we should feel sorry for him. Like, yeah. dude, that guy killed yeah. like a 
200 people. He's yeah. not a good guy. His body count, right? I think, is past Freddy's for sure. So Yeah, big time. Yeah. So uh, we were going to get – you were talking about the Marvel, like Spider-Man, like Captain America. I was going to get to – I said, let's put a pin in it. Uh, we were watching the Marvel movies. Yeah. I finally got – like we were watching in an order uh, – not in order of release, but chronological. Right. So, so you start with Captain America, then you go to Captain Marvel, right. and then go to Iron Man. And uh, my daughter's like, like, I can watch these? I'm like, we're in quarantine. You can pretty much watch whatever you want. As long as I... So we watched Captain America, and there's we were, we were talking about Ruffalo and the Hulk and, and the difference. The Disney Marvel movies are amazing. Yeah, I, I've been in the theater. I've watched every single one of them in the theater. I've been like mm-hmm. within the first couple of days of them coming out. They're they're absolutely amazing. Yep. Um, I've got no no dis no arguments about it. The Hulk, like every single one of those characters, are more better rendered than any of their pre. Mm-hmm. Lou Ferrigno still the Hulk to me. Yeah. It's what you. Ruffalo, it's what you grew up with. Man. Ruffalo's a good banner. Yeah. But big space a better banner. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree, man. There was something about you felt such sympathy for him. To, uh, come on, man. That music at the end of the the Hulk episodes. That's the saddest music ever recorded, man. That is beautiful. You know, I mean, he just he's he's okay. He's ripped up all of his clothes, and now he's having to leave this town, so they can't find him. He just wanders to another town. You know, it's just like. Holy crap, man! This dude's just doomed, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, fantastic. He can't go any. He can't go anywhere without getting in a fight right, either. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like I've I've lived my whole life without really getting in many fights yeah. at all. Like I've I've been in a couple because I was stupid, and I've been in a couple because I couldn't avoid it. But like in forty four years, that's like four fights. And most of that was when I was a teenager. Yeah. This guy, every time he like walks, he's like, "Hey, I just need to get some gas." And there's some punk being like, "Hey, I'm a." <laughs> you want some gas, huh? <laughs> uh, man, yeah. Like, you don't want you don't you don't want to make me angry, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great stuff, man. Uh, the the Laugh Olympics, man, where you kind of had all the Hanna Barbera groups fighting each other or competing against each other. I love growing up watching that stuff. Uh, we kind of brought up the, the whole Tom and Jerry aspect there. Uh, and like you said, there's there's a group we're not talking about that is... We're about to, though. Yeah, which is, I mean... Because it's the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, come on. Warner Brothers. Went out. <laughs> we do. <laughs> so I'll go first. When I was a little... I mean, Looney Tunes... Looney Tunes should be, like, required in school. They should make kids sit there for an hour and watch Looney Tunes before they get into any of their bullcrap <laughs> stuff. And when I say bullcrap stuff, let me let me tell, let me let me let me let me just segue for just a second. We're 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 still quarantined, right? Yeah. I have a full time job. My wife has a full time job. We're both working from home. <gasps> We're both working from home, sharing an office. <laughs> the school district sends home the work. And I, I mentioned this in the first episode. Yeah. Today they sent home 
a helpful schedule. This will, this will help us with, with our homeschooling. They sent us a schedule, and this schedule is broken out from 7.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. From 7.30 to 8 is breakfast. From 8 to 8.30 is reading. From 8.30 to 9 is discussion of the reading. From 9 to 9.15 is... And there is no break. Like, there, there, are, there are little breaks. Like, oh, you know, like, go outside and run around with your kids. Get them a break. It's like, when am I supposed to work? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to send the school district a bill. Like, okay, well, now I'm a kindergarten teacher and a third grade teacher. So you got to send me whatever a salary for, like, being a teacher is because this is ridiculous. <laughs> Everybody's about to freaking just, like, squeeze each other's head off. <laughs> and you know what would make it so much better? Some bugs dropping an an <laughs> dra Dropping an anvil on some stupid coyote. Like, bonk. <laughs> You know? uh, like, or Sam the shepherd dog beating up the coyote. Either one, you know. Exactly. Poor coyote, dude. <laughs> he, he gets a bad rap, but he's a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least he keeps trying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, there, there's... Uh, well, the other night, uh, you can pull up on YouTube where people have just thrown together four hours of just Warner Brothers Looney Tunes, and you just throw it on, man, and you can just sit there and just go through every one of them. I, I would almost rather sit there and watch those than try to find something halfway interesting to watch on Netflix when I mm -hmm. know that this is really going to give me what I'm wanting internally, which is comfort, because it's something, it's like it, an old friend, right? It, you you grew up And hilarity. You grew up watching this stuff, and it's still funny. You may even pick up on a few jokes you didn't catch as a kid that you pick up on now. Man, Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle is Big time. full of them, man. Uh, okay, I'm gonna have to go back and watch Bullwinkle because, like, maybe about a year ago, I found a uh, uh, DVD box set of Looney Tunes. Yeah, it was like three discs, so like two or three hours of uh, of content. I brought it home. I was like, "Okay, girls, whatever it is you're watching that sucks, I'm gonna put this in, and you're gonna." forget about it and they both sat there eyes open mm -hmm. mouth dropped laughing at every joke yeah. they were just like we need more <laughs> and eventually they watched so they watched it so much that they got tired of what we had yeah which is fair enough i'm like nothing they're just like but i'm sitting there watching these looney tunes with them and it is I realized that at the time they were making the Looney Tunes, that it was a business. Yeah. It was a corporate thing. They said, hey, here's your storyboard. Hey, artists, art. Hey, voice actors, act. Do things. Yep. But there are so many layers to the jokes. It's so transcendent from just little characters walking around and, like, what they say and what they do. Yeah. And even, even that just random anvil drop yeah. you're like yeah okay it's 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 like a perfectly timed drum beat it's just like it it, it really does it it's they cared they they weren't just throwing slapstick together there was really a a, a, a rim shot yeah. 
Well, to me, like, it was always like they knew how they they built this barrage of characters that had a wide spectrum, and you could pick any scenario, and a certain character was perfect for this story. I think that's mm-hmm. what they did so well, because Bugs Bunny wouldn't have worked in a lot of the stuff that Daffy Duck was in. I mean, you know, there's right. there's a different kind of sarcasm there, and uh, you know, Foghorn Leghorn. I mean, you know. It's just, it's amazing that they built such big, huge, over-the-top personalities that really don't cross. You don't get, right. you don't get, you know, Yosemite Sam and Porky Pig confused, you know. Right. No, of course. You don't, you don't sit there and be like, hey, what was that episode with? And, you know, like, the the rabbit season versus duck season and them <laughs> flipping the signs. It's like, you know, and Yosemite sitting there just like, or Elmer Fudd sitting there just like watching the signs flip and he's like, I don't care. He just shoots the duck in the face. He's like, I'm tired of waiting. I'm just going to shoot a duck. And just yeah. so, so, so many little co- like social commentary, so many details on everything. Yeah. The, uh, the, again, the opera one with Bugs Bunny and, and, and Elmer Fudd. You know, why would you want to shoot a rabbit? And how about the one where Bugs Bunny is, con- is uh, the conductor? And he's got that fat guy singing. He's like, and he's just like holding up, and, just, and he takes his hand out of the glove, and the glove's still up there. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy, the guy suffocates and falls over. <laughs> well, Bugs Bunny shoots that guy for coughing. They're uh, <laughs> like getting, getting ready, and then one dude in the audience coughing. He's like, <laughs> bam! He <laughs> shoots that good dude in the face. You could, I mean, um, you try to do that now, and you know, people would be jumping all over you. That's violence. Yeah, it was violence. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that jump on all kinds of stuff. Yeah. What, what I have to say is, whenever I was a kid, so I was you know going to grandma's house for Christmas or whatever, so family gatherings. I would have been, geez, like four or five years old, you know. Yeah. Saturday morning cartoons, they are what they are. Yeah. What's on is what's on. There's no Netflix. You're not going to choose something else, right? Yeah. But I remember my uncle, um, so he was, when I was a little kid, he was in college. So age-wise, whatever, right? But we'd go home for holidays or go to a grandma's house for holidays. And show would be you know, like Looney Tunes would be on. I'd be tearing around the house and he'd be like, he'd catch me and kind of like wrestle me down and be like, well, watch this. It's funny. <laughs> and like, I was familiar with Bugs Bunny. Like I knew Bugs Bunny. I was cool with Bugs Bunny, but, but my uncle Ron was like, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. This one you have to watch. You have to watch <laughs> this anvil drop on this kid's head. Like you, you have to see this is hilarious. And you sit there and she's like, he, he'd sit there and just like belly laugh, roll on the ground like ah. Yeah. I realized later he was probably stoned, but you know that's a whole other discussion. Um, yeah, and, and it's that thing you're talking he, about. He, he, oh, go ahead, sorry. He he made me appreciate like just the 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 like you say like the complete lunacy of Looney Tunes, but also just like how how comfortable it is. Yeah how funny it is just without being like, of course they were trying to be funny, but they're freaking hilarious. Yeah. And they were made mostly in the forties. Yeah. You know, like that, that kind like dropping an anvil on a coyote is funny. 
all the time. <laughs> like, it doesn't not be funny. So, <laughs> And getting back to the whole violence thing, I remember people saying, oh, you're you're letting your kids watch that, and, and that's teaching them violence. And never once did I go out and try to paint a cave on the side of a rock so a car would try to drive through it. Or, I mean, you know. I never tried to drop an anvil on somebody's head. <laughs> I remember the first time I my, my grandfather had an anvil bolted to a uh, workbench yeah. in his, and um, like this was this is my grandparents. We didn't see very as often because they lived further away. So the first like I was probably like twelve years old. Like it's not not the first time I've seen an anvil. First time I ever tried to pick one up. Right. Like. Hello. <laughs> so he's like, I'm like, oh, you know, what's that? Is that a? Because I thought it was a vice. Because you know, vices right. have the yeah. The, like what you know? It's like, oh, what's that? He's like, oh, that's a. He's like, oh, it's a little anvil. I used to do some metal work, and it was sitting on a on a bench. And I went over there, and I was like, I well, I kind of wanted to ask him if I could have it because I thought it was cool. Yeah, but I also. I was like 12 years old. And like, what am I going to do with an anvil? Drop it on a rabbit's head, right? <laughs> like, just, I don't know what to what an anvil really is, but I do remember trying to pick that thing up and being like, "This thing is heavy." Yeah. I, I get, get the joke get now. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, if you drop this on somebody, it would kill the hell out of them <laughs> really, really fast. This is. Just, <laughs> like it's not a good idea to go running around dropping anvils on people, right? And that makes it even funnier because you're just like, I guess if you know what an anvil is, you're like, yeah, that's pretty funny. If you don't want know what an anvil is and you discover it, yeah. you're like, oh, <laughs> I've been enlightened. <laughs> there we go. It's kind of like my daughter uh, grew up watching. She she got hooked on Futurama back, you know, when she was in high school. It's a great show. Oh, it's fantastic. And she had just got through watching uh, the the 70s remake of uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, mm-hmm. which absolutely floored her. She was just blown away by this movie. Of course, the ending of it just traumatized her. And it's That's an amazing yeah, remake. Yeah. Like, that's probably one of the best remakes of a horror movie ever. Right. Because it's... Yeah, it's fantastic. It's got Donald Sutherland in exactly. it, like doing the yeah. thing at the end, like ah, oh, and the dog. Oh, the ah. dog freaked me out. <laughs> but she was watching an episode of Futurama, and there was a scene where they're pretending to be robots, and they're all dressed up, and they're walking by, and then one of them realizes it's not a robot and looks at them and goes ah, and she was like, "Oh my god, they just referenced Invasion of the Body Snatchers on Futurama," and she got the joke because she had seen the movie, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, of like, course. Yeah, and you know, I love when, you know, like you said, you get that revelation of how these things tie together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's just a, a cool little, you know, life imitating art, vice versa kind of thing. You know, it's pretty cool. I'm going to top line a couple because you were probably too old. I was a little old, but they were on because my sister was younger. Yeah. But these deserve honorable mention. Sure. Um, I was not too old for the Smurfs. I watched a, um, I watched a little Smurfs. Yeah. 
um, my dad, my dad used to crack, you know, like you say, my, your, your dad's like Hong Kong food. That's awesome. My dad'd be like communists. <laughs> and he didn't say it like he, he, he was joking because yeah. I didn't have any idea what communists were. Right. He's just like, he's like a bunch of communists <laughs> <laughs> crack a joke and walk off and go to the other room. <laughs> um, Muppet babies, yep. which, which was ridiculous, yep. but. If you watch Muppet Babies, a buddy of mine who has has a podcast talked about how like he he's he's ten years younger than me maybe, mm-hmm. and he's talking about how he didn't really understand Star Wars contextually, sure, because he only knew it through Muppet Babies. Wow, and I was like, I never realized it either. But yeah, they had mm-hmm. they had so many references to Star Wars in Muppet Babies that kind of opens that whole thing up that's yeah so i've, I've got a, a younger sister that's probably closer to your age maybe a little younger but yeah the, the smurfs uh she loved uh, uh punky brewster all those shows and yeah i mean definitely she she loved the muppet baby so i grew up watching all those even though i didn't really want to <laughs> right well it's like I mean, it's on because it's yeah. Saturday morning, and right. what do you do? You eat sugary cereals, and whenever the Muppet Babies are on, mm. you hope that you hope your dad doesn't remember to tell you to mow the yard, right? Like, because that's how old you are now. <laughs> before you just sit there in your underwear and tell him to buy you He-Man toys, but then like six, seven years later, while Muppet Babies are on, he's yeah. like, "Oh yeah." But then it <laughs> then it turned into Care Bears and then Rainbow Bright and by then I was like yeah I'm I'm checking out <laughs> yeah I'm done but the, only, the thing I would go always back to is Looney Tunes yeah absolutely if Looney if Looney Tunes is on I'm in yeah like I'm like I'm I'm stuck I don't care what are we talking about something are we doing band practice I don't freaking Looney Tunes is on right. I'm on I'm sitting here like, yeah, Speedy Gonzalez no. man get off my back <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Slowpoke Rodriguez is the. <laughs> that is <laughs> so good, man. Yeah. So good. All right, man. Well, I think we, we, we went past time again. That's okay. What's your final thoughts? What's your final thoughts? Um, well, I, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop my final thought in real quick. I'm gonna have to say Wonder Woman was not. Saturday morning cartoon, but uh, Firestar was Spider-Man and, and his amazing friends. Um, there's a like, yeah, yeah. There, uh, it's just it's, you're 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 a little kid, you're a little boy, and you watch Firestar get shot out of the sky. That, that's yeah. game changer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, Saturday mornings when you were a kid, it's what you live for. You got through the school week. Saturday was your day, and it started with your favorite shows. So it's almost like that was the the whole point of making it through the week it was to yeah. be, to be able to get, gain gain control of the TV for four or five hours and watch the stuff that you want to watch. And usually after that, it led into for me, it led into Memphis wrestling. So, you know, <laughs> it, 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 you, it, if it wasn't, if I wasn't in a location where we picked that up, like I said, it ended up being Wild World of Sports. And you just crossed your fingers and prayed that it was either the Chinese acrobats or the whole of Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what you were hoping for in, in that part of the afternoon. But, you know, 
you always try to figure out if you could go back to a certain time in your life, what would it be? I tell you what, it would be hard to beat one of those Saturday mornings, you know, with my dad asleep in the bed and me in front of the old huge console TV. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, man, just golden times. Same, the same thing, man. When we live, I, I, I've had the conversation because my wife and I've had the conversation. It's like, you know, it's like, like, oh, would you go back? Go back here, like good times. You know, people people always be like, ah, oh, you know. It's like, well, you know, I like my life is pretty good, but there's a lot of places I'd like to go back and visit. Yeah. Because you know, Saturday morning cartoons, hanging out with dad. You know, dad telling me Superman could just. <laughs> Superman would just take a deep breath and like blow all these guys out into the space. Man, it's so no much problem. like my dad. Same thing. He's like, man, he, he could just thump his finger and blow them all away, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it was good. It was such good times. So yeah, um, that is what's awesome, man. That's right. Um, well, we're gonna talk about what we're talking about next week. If you've got other things you want us to talk about what what is awesome um thank you guys for tuning in this is episode four we'll be i'm gonna i'm gonna do some quick math and assume that we're gonna do episode five next week we don't exactly know what we're talking about yet but (laughs) we'll figure that out and you'll and then you'll find out when we do so uh Uh, yeah. Once again, thank you so much for listening. We'll we'll, we'll shout at you next week. Adios. Bye.